getting rid of the streaming and everything. But you still have a lot of work to do. I'm gonna break it down for you. Welcome back. You are in the presence of the president, Sean Williams. Welcome back to the safe room, everybody. I hope you guys are doing well. And today, we got a special episode, especially for all the people who get to celebrate the fact that streaming is over. It's done. Just last week, they announced the removal of streaming for the education system. So no more of the apply. No more of this academic categorizing students, telling them what courses they should or should take. No more of that. I'm absolutely happy. I'm ecstatic for that. But there's a lot of things that still need to be done, which I'm going to address. So make sure you take student take. Mm, can't speak today. Make sure you tune in to the entire episode. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe this video. Just a little shout out as well. The Time Out Sports Podcast. Again, once again, thank you for supporting that WrestleMania 36 video. I know it was a hard, lot of hard work for all three of us, me, Tien, and Kevin. And starting July 27th, we will be doing weekly episodes. We'll try to go on a weekly schedule, you know, make sure everything's consistently. This goes the same for the safe room. I'll start trying to drop, you know, more videos on July 31st. It's just moving forward. Can't be a promise, but... <laughs> I'll try my best, but yeah, let's get straight into it. So with streaming, during my high school career, it definitely was something that was a topic you really couldn't just dismiss. You know, there's always students complaining that why can I not take this course? Why can I not take that course? Or, you know, people are saying, oh, it's best suited if you take this instead of that, especially what career or what pathway you're trying to go through. So basically the whole point of the apply and academic system there is that for the applied courses, it was basically if you want to take a pathway for college and for academic, it was more for the pathway of university. With, now I understand that probably makes sense in a way, you know, just trans, like, you know, transferring from middle school to high school and just, you know, trying to get into a class where like, oh, they're teaching you this skill to how to succeed in university or to succeed in college. And yeah, that seems fine. But really, it wasn't working because it was more than just picking students or students, should I say, picking the classes. There were different factors that tied into the situation as well. So basically, what were the factors? Race. Basically, for a lot of black students, they were being placed into applied courses. And it, it was a lot. It was a huge number that did not seem to decrease. Sure, it fluctuated, but the numbers were still getting higher and higher by the time. And you know, it was really frustrating for as a black student, especially for me, from my experience, going into grade nine, how I was placed into applied science when I really, well, I was not even asked or I wasn't even meant to go there in the first place. I had to like fight with counselors at my school saying, I, I did not go for applied science. I wanted to go for academic science. And that's some of the issues that black students go through too. You know, they're placed into a situation that they never asked to be put into. So that was just really hindering the situation as a whole. So just last week, they announced that, okay, we're going to remove the streaming. So there's no more of this academic applied. 
So that way, you know, for black students, if they want to achieve something that leads them to university, then they could. Because again, like there are some black students that want to go to university, but maybe it's just that they don't want to be taught at a university type level in high school. Maybe it's like, okay, I want to go to university, but I don't want to be automatically hit with the pressure. It's just like, I mean, I'm just starting in grade nine, you know, even for some people just going year after year through high school, it's like, I just want things to take slowly. Now we all learn differently. Like we all have a certain learning style that we can adapt to. So that's respectable. So I, I hope now that with this streaming gone, that there's some issues that I'm going to address that they will do correctly. So with that being said, I think one important thing is the material. Exactly what you're actually going to teach the students. Now, this has been an issue that could, that has been going on for a long time. And it doesn't even have to be part of this conversation. This could be a whole conversation by itself. But I think it's really important that the material that some of the students are getting is meaningful. Because there have been times that I've got material, even now university, that's meaningless to me. But it's because I'm taking this, I have to do it. I need to get the grade. I need to pass, you know? But for some students, it's just like, I don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it. And like, it's just, it doesn't apply to me. How is this going to help me achieve what I want to be in, in life? And also, it's not even interesting. Like even the work they choose, it's not even interesting. It's boring. It's usually bland. And it really does not engage with the student at all. And teachers wonder why the student tunes out and says that I don't want to learn this because honestly, not, not only is it boring, you're not even teaching it in a fun way as well, which we will address later. But again, I think the material is important. With all the stuff that's been happening in our communities and our societies and the fact that we don't even hear one ounce of that information touched within the classroom, how we're still going back into textbooks learning about Christopher Columbus, how he sailed the ocean blue, or we're learning about like World War One, World War Two, all the moments, stuff we've been taught since we stepped into the education system. It's just like, how much more are you going to recycle this information and just put back into our brains when truly we, we don't want to learn this anymore? And again, it has to do based with schools. Like cer certain schools, are just like, again, based on the situation, there are students that's like, I've heard this before, I've heard that, and honestly, it doesn't interest me. Maybe I wanna learn something about my culture. Maybe I wanna learn something that has to do with my people. Why am I learning about other people when I can't relate to the people who came before me? In a sense, there's a gap, there's a learning gap between that and with the student and the teacher, you're now fighting with each other with the teacher's like, learn this, and the student's like, I don't wanna learn it. It's just like you're battling heads and that's just where there's more issues. So yeah, removing academic and apply does, I guess, like deteriorate the situation a bit. But at the same time, if you can't even teach in a way that's gonna make me want to learn more, it doesn't really matter at the end. So again, the material matters so much to the sense that students can learn but also they can engage with the information and hopefully gain skills from what they're learning. Because again, that, that's really important. Like, I will be very honest. Like, I'm a person that, if you teach me, if you were to write something on a blackboard, it's like, okay, I'm fine. Like, you know, I can learn like any type of stuff. 
for some students, if you start talking and rambling for like at least 10 minutes, most likely someone's going to be on their phone. They're going to tune out. They're not going to pay attention. And then the teacher is going to start blaming them because they're not taking the initiative to learn. No, it's because you are so boring that you are not being able to tap into what I want to see. Maybe I don't want to hear you talk for 10 minutes. Maybe I do better when stuff is on a presentation or on a video or it's hands on. And it's surprising for something that was supposed to be academic and applied and something that was supposed to be more of like a university pathway to college pathway, especially college pathway where it's hands on. There were a couple of applied classes that still felt like you were in like a lecture hall at a university. It was boring. Like, I'm not going to lie with you. So from there, you're kind of breaking the boundaries from there and just shaping it into your own image. So I think having material that is useful that applies to what academic and applied courses are supposed to do and making sure that students are able to learn but also have fun doing it as well. Because again, I don't think you just want to learn and then just kind of like become like a robot and not actually engage with the material and have conversation about it because that's the best part of it. But if you're able to do that, then that way students won't have the urge of saying, you know what, maybe I don't want to go to class, you know, once they're passing the hallway. They'll probably say, you know what, you know what, this ain't so bad, you know, and you know what, I'm learning a couple things. And even though you may teach it in a fun way and not every student will agree what material you're teaching, not everyone's going to agree. And that, that that's okay. But if they're able to say, you know what, even though this doesn't apply to me, you know, this is still useful stuff I can take, you know, in the future if the situation comes. That's progress in my eyes. So, yes, removing the names or the labels academic and apply are good. But if you're not able to actually apply the information in a more intriguing way to the students, then what's the point? Which, again, stems to why it goes to learning styles for teachers. For teachers... There are some teachers that can be very boring in the classroom. I mean, you can like, after one class, honestly, you can tell how the rest of the school year is going to be for you. Like if you have a teacher that is more of just talking and asking questions, but not really trying to engage with people, like you're just asking the question because you're, you're being paid to, it just shows that you're not going to have a deep connection. You're not going to have a strong connection with the student at all so when they're lost and they need help they feel like i can't go to you like you weren't connecting to me so how do i believe that you have the answers that i'm looking for and then maybe when they actually do come to you you don't show that compassion to help the student again it's just because you're getting a paycheck you're there and you're not actually caring for the students because when it comes to school the students come first I don't care what theories everyone's had. The students come first. That's how it's always been. So the learning styles do matter. There are some teachers who could show a little bit more discipline in terms of how they teach the material. There are teachers who are a little bit more loose and try to be too engaging. And that's where like things can get really hectic. But again, it's all about adaptability. Being able to adapt in the situation once you know, oh, students are not looking engaged. Maybe I should try something different. Like I was going to teach it this way, but maybe tomorrow I might just switch it up. Maybe I'll hear what they have to say. You know, never once did I hear a teacher say like, you know what? How do you want me to teach? Never. I've never heard one teacher in my high school career, university now, like 
Never. Like, and as a university student, I've been in like TAs, tutorial classes, and they've been super, super dreadful. Dreadful. Like one time I walked up to my TA and I told him like, listen, if you keep teaching like this, no one's going to answer a question. Like that, that class alone was, it was just sitting there for an hour, be as still and quiet as possible. And once the time was up, you just left. The TA would talk, but no one would say anything. It was rare that you probably get about five straight minutes of talking. So I told him like, you need to try something different. I don't know whether it's like you get, cause again, with university students, it's a little bit different. They like to talk, but it's again, you need to know how to get to their side. So I'm like, I don't know, do a debate, do something, create a couple of questions that's gonna trigger some people. Yes, you don't want no one to start conflicting, but if it means getting people engaged, try something different. Stop doing this thing where you're just asking, oh, how was the readings? Okay, what did you learn? All right, can anyone tell me what this concept means? How does it connect to the theme? Like, honestly, you're asking, you're forcing me to just get up from my seat and leave the classroom. Like, so learning styles from these teachers matter so much. Again, I can't stress it enough. Students don't want to be in a classroom, especially in high school. You talk for eight hours straight, the same format. And it's only the classes like, you know, maybe gym or dance or like arts where you actually get to be like a little bit free. But then like, again, like for math, English, science, you're back stuck in there just bored. Like, I don't understand. And with that, you have to think about what's the main goal. With high school, you're basically promoting or should I say preparing students to get to um, university and college. That's the goal. And you're basically preparing them with skills that they need. Now, when you get to university and college, you think, well, what's the point there? Now, I can't speak from the college aspect, but for the university aspect, I know for sure that it's all about networking. If people think that, oh, you need to get a bunch of scholarships, you need to get degrees, you need to get grades, that is not the case. It's all about networking and making sure you're getting enough connections to get to the career or the job that you want. I'm telling you right now, once you're at a job interview, nobody cares that you get a D and econ. Nobody cares you have a bad mark in a social science class. Nobody looks at that. Even if you tell them, like, I got an A plus, I have an 8.5 GPA. They're probably just smirk you off. Cause they don't care. They're looking to see, okay, what experience do you have? Who have you worked with? How can your skills be useful for the position that you're applying for right now? The whole point of university is to make sure that you're able to network with other people, get connections, learn skills through there. It's basically an enhanced version. If high school is basically preparing you to how to get a job, because again, in high school, there's different programs of like resume, cover, letter writing, uh, how do you um, present yourself in a job interview? If those are the basic skills, the university is like, just make sure they're polishing it. High school basically telling you how to get the job. University basically saying, okay, once you get the job, here's like the information you need to know. And that's it, go. Cause again, 
you can't go into university not knowing how to write a resume, not knowing how to write a cover letter. Because again, when they have those sessions, you really think most of the, some of the times, yes, it's to help you write the resume and cover letter, but usually it's how to polish it, make sure you not don't do this, finding the smallest detail that you need to fix. It's not always about, okay, this is how you write a resume. You put your name, you put your email, you got to put this section. They don't do that all the time. They don't. And college, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Because again, the whole point of college is that you get a certificate and you jump into appointment. It's training. So like, I feel that for people who say that university and college is just like, oh boy, you actually have to do some work. I mean, yeah, you have to do work, but eventually it's to find a job, to find a career that you'll be successful in. High school is basically showing you how to, it's like, it's like pre, it's like pre-employment. For some people, they may find a job in high school, but for most people, you're probably applying for like a TDSP summer camp job. Especially like, you know, if, if you're in grade nine, grade 10 or something like that. But eventually when you get out there, you gotta find other jobs. You need to use the skill set that you learned from high school, use it with the assistance of university and colleges and different centers that can help you, like, again, just polish you up, make sure you're a perfect candidate for the position you're trying to get to. They probably wonder how does this have to do with academic and apply? Well, in a sense, one thing I never understand is why they categorize the entire thing. Why did they categorize it? Because again, I feel like you can teach university and college skills in one class. And eventually, like I said, with those classes alone, you're basically having to teach the skills. So once they get to university, they're there to just help you out. Again, make sure that everything's clean and crisp in terms of like, you know, getting a job and such. So I, I don't understand why high schools are finding it so difficult to just listen to the students. Because that's another thing too. Some of the people, some of the administration, the staff don't listen to the students. Yes, some students may not have the urge to do anything, but at the same time, it's not, it's not like you're trying to like motivate them or try to understand how they're feeling as well. So that alone is just an issue. And I think there should be some accountability on the students because not in the sense that they've done bad, but once I heard this announcement, I'm pretty sure that this was not just a one week thing. This is a decision that said, you know what? I think we should do this. No, this has been an issue for years. And there have been students who have been within the TDSB who've been to like board meetings and testified this and said, we're tired of being put into courses and classes that we never asked to be put in the first place. We wouldn't tell you that we couldn't do academic if we said we couldn't. We wouldn't tell you that, oh, I, I don't want to do academic. If I told you like, no, I want to be in academic. I want to study academic math academic science, academic history, because I plan to go to university and get a degree and move on and get to my career job. We don't just say that just to show. We don't say that because we feel sorry for ourselves and there's some chip on our shoulder, even though there is a chip on our shoulder. I mean, that's what they see. It's assumption. It's a stereotype. So I think there should be some accountability because there are students who've been advocating for this for a very, very long time. And for every student who's been in that meeting, who's touched upon this, they should, they should get some 
type of like credibility for this. Because again, this was not something that was just one morning they woke up and said, you know what? I don't like how the status of courses are in the education system with this apply academic. I think we should remove the streaming. No, it wasn't. And this is not to discredit anyone who was actually part of the result that happened recently. But I'm just saying, student voice matters so much. Because they have the power to honestly change policies, different things within school boards. Now, I know I mentioned the TDSB, but it doesn't apply to TDSB as well. It's Pew Region, Durham, all their school. And to keep in mind, it wasn't even those school boards that made the decision. It was the Ontario government. So that just goes to show, like, there should be accountability on students in terms of, like, the credibility for what they've been able to do. And then you have the staff. There needs to be accountability, too, because there have been some staff members and administration that have been blatantly honest and said that, you know what, I think you should take this course. You don't want to take this. I think I can see you being this and that. Right there, you're basically cutting my lane. You're cutting the lane of the student to say, you can't go any further. This is the ceiling for you. Anything further is, is not in your reach. There needs to be some accountability. I'm not going to mention names. But you know, for staff, there have been some staff that have just been straight up saying, I don't think you should take this course. And there's no legitimate reason. They just say, oh, just trust me. Just trust me. It's better if you do this. It's better if you become a cosmetologist. Or it's better if you, you take this and that. Go to this route. It's, it's absolutely like it's nauseating. It's crazy. So there needs to be some accountability on the staff and administration. Because you can't tell me that they've been... And again, I'm not trying to generalize. It's not all staff and all administration. It's not all. There are some staff who do care about the students and want to see them succeed and have been great support for them. But we're not going to ignore that the fact that the TDSB is just great and nothing can go wrong and they're holier than out because they're not. These are just some of the issues. These, I haven't even touched everything, but I, I, I feel like these are the main ones. There's so many things that we can talk about. If there's anything that I missed, you guys can comment below in the video, but that's basically it. I just feel that, yes, removing the academic and the applied is a good step in the right direction, but there needs to be more done. There needs to be more things that need to be implemented to make sure that we don't be stuck in the same situation because of one change, you think that everything's fine. When truly, we want to see more change. That wasn't even change. That was like a, a quick adjustment. That was like stage one. Okay, when stage two? When are going to move on to the next thing? That's what we need to focus on for the students in the in different school boards. This is coming from someone who's in university. Like, I have nothing to do with this. I was just one of those advocates, one of those few advocates at the time that wanted streaming to end because I thought it was absolutely stupid. And seeing it end, I'm, I've, I'm so proud. I just want to make sure students are not being robbed of their education because because of staff and administration trying to reshape their futures. I don't want that. So yeah, that's how I really feel about the situation, but 
Thank you guys for tuning into the safe room. You know what it is, your boy Sean Williams. I'll see you guys soon.